Hello and welcome back to another episode of After Five at Jumix. I think it has been close to a month uh, from our previous episode. We are so sorry, but we are also not sorry at the same time because we are all trying to cope with the new normal that we are going through right now. As we all know, it's actually currently our, I think, fourth week in uh, MCO and we have been working remotely. So today uh, I am at home and my host, Sense, you are also at home. Yes, we are all at home. Yeah, and I am at my home, and you are at your home. Yeah, we are doing like so remotely, and uh, I think we are quite thankful to be able to find this application to do this. So, if there are any technical difficulties that you're going to listen in in the current episode right now, please forgive us. So, how are you doing, Sense? Um, yeah, boring. <laughs> Like yeah, I think I'm, I'm still quite enjoying at this moment because you know uh previously I also worked from home before for about two to three years so I have to you know get myself back into the condition two to three years ago mm-hmm. I'm getting used to it right now so still okay for me so yes you are fine talking to your computer screen every day no <laughs> <laughs> right it, it somehow like gets us in a way that we i'm still trying very hard to talk now because i haven't been talking you know verbally for so many so many weeks and of course i do talk to my parents but not in a you know i think to to make you feel better you can open up my picture in your computer screen <laughs> so, so i can imagine you can see. Yeah, yeah i think that's a good idea but uh it's still not like i i haven't been talking to anyone except for my dog you know like my dog don't okay. respond to me so yeah i think i'm gonna get a little bit of hiccup uh, you know along the way but uh, in terms of that I think we are all trying to cope with it and today of course humanly we are coping fine thankfully but for businesses we can see that there are a lot of businesses struggling out there so yes. in terms of like the economy today it is going downwards and even if it goes up, it goes up a little and fall again. So today we are going to talk about how can SME survive a recession? Because although we are not officially in a recession yet, but I think weeks ago, the International Monetary Fund did mention that we should be you know, embracing a global recession or even worse to come towards us. And this recession means that when you see a major drop in the following five economic indicators, such as the real gross domestic product, which is the GDP, your income, employment rate, manufacturing and retail sales, then you can see that we are going to go through a recession. So right now we can see slight indicators. That is why we should really you know, prepare ourselves for it. And today, I think Sense will go through on how, when recession is official, how can SMEs, you know, embrace themselves and also what to expect during a recession. Yes, as you see, the COVID-19 pandemic has really hit the human race really, really hard, especially in the economic, because people cannot go to work. Some business cannot open. Retail shops, they cannot carry out their daily operations. You cannot go to restaurant to dine in. You cannot go to you know, salon, like my hair is very, really, really <laughs> thick and long now. Yeah, a lot of businesses, they cannot carry out their usual operation. And if the recession hits, which I'm quite sure that it will hit maybe a few months down the road, SMEs has to be mentally, physically, and economically prepared for this, right? 
So today we are going to share a few tips that all SMEs owners, or if you're self-employed, you can listen to this too. All of these tips are meant to prepare you to go through this recession and make sure you don't go bankrupt or, you know, don't do anything that can harm yourself after, I mean, during the recession. Because if you stay long enough, I mean, we might survive to maybe 80 years old, 90 years old. If you, if you look at history, almost all of us might go through recession at least a few times in your lifetime, right? Mm. Look at 10 years ago, we, we might have a recession in the 2008 and 1998. We have the big economy downturn. So throughout your lifetime, for sure, you're going to face at least a few times of it. So here's my first tips on for SMEs on how to brace yourself in this recession. The first thing is if you're managing a team, uh, three of you, 10 of you, or 30 of you, you might want to keep the team stable and motivated. Be honest to your employees. Tell them what are the challenges the company is facing. Is it we don't have enough cash flow? Is it we are facing a big drop in sales that we lost a lot of customers because we cannot carry on the usual operations? If we are facing that, be open and upfront to your team. Let them know that we are facing this kind of problem. So what we can do is the team I mean, everyone in the team have to work maybe two times or three times, even 10 times harder than before or be more productive in order to keep the organization going, right? You need to motivate everyone, be transparent to all your employees so that they know what's going on because your team member and your employee is the backbone of the business. They are the assets. So they are the important people in the business that will help you to grow and help you to maintain and sustain the business over this recession, right? So as the owner of the business, you will also need to make some hard and tough decisions. You need to take action quickly on who should stay in the team and who you should let go. You need to do the decision very quickly. Yeah. But above all, don't be panicked and you should keep the team motivated despite having any kind of challenges. Mm, that's right. Uh, Sans, can you like give us a few examples that you've been practicing for this? So uh, at the start of... I mean, we, we have the movement control or restriction in Malaysia. So we couldn't go to our office and we couldn't go out to meet our customers. So even before the government implement this kind of restriction, I have actually communicated with the team that we might go into this kind of work from home uh, situation. So we are quite, I would say we are actually quite prepared to handle this situation. And I've been conducting meetings with the team that telling them what is the situation right now. I mean, in the world basis, in the country basis, and even in the company basis. I'm being open and more transparent to the team members about what is the sales situation right now and what is the cash flow situation. Are we in trouble or are we in still a positive situation? So these, these are my actions so far. Yeah, I think just, for example, me being your employee as well, I can realize that working remotely is the main thing that we haven't practiced very well is communication skills. It really, you know, tests our communication skills on whether how can we still get our ideas out and, and how we are commenting on work, even through chat or all these kind of things are very different when we see each other in the office. So in terms of being frank with your employees, you also have to find the best way on how to communicate with them. Certain employees would have a certain way of communicating and you just have to know what are the right things to say, how to say it to this certain employee. And, and it's not only just the employers should learn this. I think everyone in the company should be 
be more understanding in this way to see how they can work more productively and how you can adapt to how they work, if that makes sense. Yes, because communication is really important when first we are going into a recession and also we must work from home. Mm. That's why communication has changed and we need to adapt to the new type of communication. That's right. And also in terms of this, I can continue with how you should be taking control of your customer base or, or how your reach is. So a lot of times when, uh, you know, when economy is good and, and we still have the opportunity to explore, we would try to do a lot of A-B testing because we want to maybe expand our market in certain ways, which is a very good way of business growth. But in times like that, especially when there is a recession or when there is an economic downturn, it's not the time for us to actually you know, explore or go and try an error because this time is the best time to work on your strength and the niche that is working for your business for a very long time. So in terms of this, for example, if you are selling, for example, for us, we are selling websites, okay? If we know that we are focusing on this certain niche and it has always been working in that niche, we are also continue f- focusing on that rather than expanding to something else that is still a hit or miss. So in this case, for any businesses that you are doing, always think about what your current clients are happy with your products or services first. And don't, you know, just jump into another niche just because you want to expand your business, if that makes sense. So in terms of this, always try to, uh, you know, get a relationship going with your clients, especially in your marketing or your communication process. Try to reach out to them to see what are they thinking about and what are their concerns and how can your business help them in any way possible, especially at trying times like this. So for example, I can tell you, you, you shouldn't be too, you know, you don't feel too hopeless because I can give you a very good example. If we are all doing it today, we are watching Netflix because we have nothing to do and we are at home. So in the 2008 recession, Netflix actually hit a home run and they gained 3 million to its 16 million US and Canadian members, okay? So in that case, during that time, although there's a recession, but it's one of their best times to make money by just focusing on their current, you know, what they are practicing and what works for their business. So in terms of this example, you can see how far Netflix has grown today and we are all watching it today as much as possible. So uh, yeah, I think it's a very good and hopeful, you know, way to give yourself a very good big picture on what you can do with this working on your strengths. Yes, I think from what Diana has said is actually with every crisis that comes, you have an opportunity. So Netflix has a good opportunity because even they are under the threat of an economic downturn, they turn it into an opportunity to pivot their business. That's and right. What Diana mentioned also, you have to, it's not stop A-B testing completely, but actually to monitor your spending and to make sure that you are spending your money and your budget into the right channel. Because if you take a look at the history, when during a recession, people is definitely going to spend a lot lesser than before. Mm. They're not going to spend so much money in luxury item or non-necessary goods. Mm. They're going to keep their money. They're going to save money. So you as the SME owners or the business or a franchise with multiple branches and so on and so forth, you have to monitor your spending. For example, if you have a lot of 
different branches in different locations, maybe you will need to monitor and evaluate those branches that are not making you any money mm. or they are actually doing losses month to month. So this is the time that you need to make the decision to close up the business before it eats you up, right? You are going to lose more money if you just continue to maintain the business or the branches that's not making you any money. And then the next step, you need to take a look at your marketing and advertising. People are not going to spend so much money in the recession, which also means that they are not going out that often. They are not going so much to shopping. They are not going to the cinemas. I mean, all of this activity is going to be a lot lesser during a recession. So you have already know that the attention in the outdoor will be so much lesser. You, If you are running an outdoor advertisement during that time, you might consider to migrate or change your marketing expense to the digital world because that will be where people spend more time and attention on. Just like right now, people are stuck in their home. They cannot go out. So the attention on digital and the internet is at all-time high. So spending your marketing and advertising budget into the digital channel will be a wiser choice even during now or during the recession that's coming on. Yeah, I think there's something that we can all see when the MCO started is that all the digital stores that have been practicing, you know, just doing online sales are doing so much better right now rather than those that have retail stores. And for those stores that has adopted to this, you know, digital online shopping kind of way of doing their business, they are doing better than anyone else because they have been practicing doing, you know, transactions online for so many years and they are just doing the same thing that they are doing every day even though there is a pandemic out there and everyone is bound to their homes business as usual yeah and it's, it's you can see how much impact it actually makes to your business and your own revenue and your employees and the whole team at, in a big picture so for those you know it's never too late to really change that up but i think it is really time for us to see why are we doing things so digitally you know, nowadays to leverage what we have now. Yes, because I also seen a lot of our customers are spending more effort and more time in doing their e-commerce store. Previously, they have already established the e-commerce online store back then, but they didn't really spend a lot of time or effort in this. But during this pandemic, I can see they are ripping so much benefits from the online space because they already have a store online. They have already completed the steps that a lot of people are now just trying to catch up. If you look at all these small activities that you don't really pay attention to back then, it actually compounded right now. Like if you try to save some money or you try to invest in e-commerce previously, all of these activities are now paying off, right? They are now generating revenues back to you, although you just spent a small amount of money of investment back then. Yeah, that's right. So in that being said, of course, there are a lot of online shopping. You can do online shopping and it's still very accessible to us. But as consumers, for example, me, okay, when you see a lot of online shopping deals, you also have to remember that we are going through a recession and, you know, money gets tight and times are bad. So are you supposed to be, you know, spending all your money lavishly? Of course, you have to uh, consider your decision because like what San said in Compounding Effect, which I actually read about on Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'm not too sure have you read the book before, but it's a very good book to read. So it is all about 
making habits that would benefit you in the long run. It doesn't matter what kind of habit, a small habit would work. For example, if you used to drink a lot of coffee, take out coffee, which might cost you maybe 10 to 15 ringgit for one coffee takeout, you can change to, you know, getting instant coffee or even invest in a maybe 300 ringgit coffee machine that you could make coffee for a lifetime. So in terms of that, for a month, for a week, you'll be saving a lot of money. So all these small little compounding effects could actually take you somewhere that is positive. So always remember, if you want to save money, do it now. Plan yourself a good habit, a small habit, anything that is doable, and then you can rip off the benefits in future. Yes, and do not look down on this kind of a few bucks safe from your coffee or anything. If you actually put on all those small amount of money into a saving or investment that were compounded over the years, the 10 bucks that you have saved today might compound it into 100,000 20 or 30 years down the road. It can become your retirement fund. So this is something I think a lot of people understand the power of compound, but they are not doing it to themselves. So during a recession, this is the best time for you to start saving up most of your money and save as much as you can. Because during a recession, cash is king. If you have a lot of cash on hand during a recession, you can do a lot more. And I hope this short episode will help you to you know plan ahead and brace yourself and your business ahead of the recession because it's definitely coming. And I hope you guys can really take up our tips and sharing and practice it right now. That's right. Today, do we have any question of the pod? This episode, we will not have a question of the pod due to you know our small little constraints of recording this remotely. And we, we are not sure when we could do this because we are too very, very busy on our own you know work and our clients and all that, you know, trying to cope with this working remotely, MCO, you know, the pandemic itself. So maybe for this question on the pod, you could tell us how you should do the best self-care, the most simplest way you share one and I'll share one. Yeah, I think the best thing you can do is to always keep connected with your family, talk to them often. If you are not staying together with them, you should like video call them every two days or every three days you know to keep up to date ask about how's their day ask about their progress in life ask about how are they doing you know to keep connected with human being because being at home for a long period of time can be stressing and can be depressing on your mental health so this is what i've been doing i stay connected with my family although i'm not staying together with them so yeah that's from me how about you diana yeah, I think in times like that, self-care is very different from the so-called normal times because currently this is the new normal. As we can see, a lot of people are trying this and that on social media. We can see people baking this, you know, um, trying a TikTok video and all that. I think it's pretty, I would say, not necessary because if you don't like doing it, don't force yourself to do it. So if your kind of rest is really doing nothing and just, you know, taking a nap for a whole day or thinking of nothing, do it, okay? There's no certain rules that you have to be productive during mm. this time. So don't beat yourself up too much. Anyhow, we are still going through a pandemic, which is almost same. I mean, my, my parents have been telling me that the last time they've seen the world so quiet was during the war times where mm. everyone is, yes, 
where everyone is bound to their homes, they're not allowed to go out and things like that. So we are also going through something very similar, I would say, in our times, in our age. So don't beat yourself up too much and remember to take care of yourself. Yes, the most important thing is take care of yourself. Make sure you stay safe, stay healthy, stay at home. That's right. And we can all get through this together. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of improvements now. So with everyone's help, we are going to get through it together for sure. Yes, I'm sure about that too. So that concludes our episode today. So if you like this episode, please remember to follow our podcast at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, and also YouTube. And our email handle is after5eliasjumix.com.my. So feel free to drop us any questions you want to ask us, or if you have any feedback, you can also email to us at that address. So with that being said, I'm signing out. And this is Deanna signing out. Stay safe, stay home, and stay strong. Bye-bye. Bye.